Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now <laughs> one and only steve harvey got a radio show man god is in the blessing business i'm in the receiving line man that's a good feeling i thank god for waking me up in the mornings i really really do i thank god for the spirit that he wakes me up with because i finally but i finally figured it out such a blessing that shouldn't be taken for granted, the fact that you are up today, the fact that you just got off work and you driving home, the fact that you got a job to come home from, the fact that you got a job to wake up to, whatever it is, the fact that you can see, think, hear, smell, walk, talk, rhyme, reason, whatever it is, it's a blessing, man. I was talking to a partner of mine last night. And an analogy came to me last night of what my life has been like. Just going over my story with a friend of mine of all the, some of the things I had gone through, and he never knew it because he said, man, you never told me that. We were just talking. One of the things I remember, and it's kind of equated to my life, was when I was a little boy, I used to go to the store with my mom, and uh, she would let me buy a jigsaw puzzle. Now, for those of you, a jigsaw puzzle comes in a box. There are no instructions. It just comes in a box. And it's simple. You're going to dump the pieces out in a pile, and you're going to try to put the pieces together until it looks like the picture that's on the cover of the box. That's as simple as it is. Here is the deal. I would select a jigsaw puzzle based on the picture that I liked and if I thought I could do it. Now, if the picture looked too crazy, if it looked too intricate, I didn't want that puzzle. You know, and the thing was, back in the day, you got a jigsaw puzzle. You had 100-piece puzzles, 400-piece puzzles. Man, then they say a thousand-piece puzzle. You go, ooh. So those were a little difficult for me when I was a little boy. So I didn't want that. As I got a little bit older, I had more challenging puzzles, you know. Four, fifty, five hundred-piece puzzles. But I always picked a picture of something I liked. So it's very simple. You get the jigsaw puzzle, you get it home, you open it up, you dump it out on the table. You flip all the pieces over so you can see them. And then I would try to sort them based on the colors on the box. If it was like a a black section, I'd take all the black pieces and slide them over there. If it was some flowers, I'd try to find all the pictures with little jigsaw pieces with the little floor, and I'd separate them. And then I'd start putting it together. And the way I started was I'd try to build the border first because I knew all the straight edges had to be side by side at one point. And it was funny, man, because it's related to my life. I would start putting the pieces together of the picture I saw that I liked. 
And that would be my picture. A lot of people didn't like jigsaw puzzles. As a matter of fact, none of the boys on the street liked jigsaw puzzles but me. Because they just didn't want to go through the intricate details of figuring that out. Really go outside and run or something like that. And so what happened was, as I got older, I wanted more difficult and challenging puzzles. But I wouldn't go too far. I wanted some nice stuff to happen. I had a picture of what I wanted for my life, but I didn't want to go too far because it was so challenging and difficult. I, I, I couldn't see myself with all of that, and I didn't have the time, the knowledge, the expertise, the figuring all the intricate details. And I discovered something when I was talking last night. That's what happens in life to a lot of people. You get bogged down with the details of coming up and trying to create the picture that you want for yourself. You put it to the side. You say, oh, that puzzle's are crazy. Next thing you know, you crumble it up and put it back in the box. Or you go halfway and you get stuck. And you get to the part where it ain't a lot of different colors. It's all the same. And that's a little bit more challenging. So that may stop you. But it's somewhere in the jigsaw puzzle that it gets very difficult and challenging. The bigger the picture you want. But then what will happen in your life is just like what will happen in a jigsaw. Once you get comfortable and you don't mind the challenge, you could get a bigger picture. But here's the key to it, though. If you put God in your mix, see, the picture that I saw for myself as a boy is not the picture that has happened to me as a man. Because along the way from boyhood to manhood, from the time I was 10, you understand, what happened along the ride in there was I started putting God in the mix. And so now the picture that I have now is not the picture I saw. It's the picture that God saw. So what I'm saying, this analogy is, the picture you have may be difficult to complete, but if you were to include God in your life, put God in your jigsaw puzzle. God will not only help you complete the puzzle, and he gonna add some pieces, he gonna do some favors, he gonna show some mercy, and you gonna look up, and the picture that you're able to end up with will be totally different and much more complete, much more beautiful, a bigger picture than the one you had, because there's no way that I could have saw the life that I have today back when I was a boy. And it amazes me when I hear people say, I always saw this for myself. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't quite see this for myself. I don't know how you can have the ability to see what God really has for you. But man, he's a masterful jigsaw man. He's an incredible puzzle completer. So if you got a puzzle that's challenging to you, maybe you need to see what's the picture that God has for your life. If God were in your life, if you completed the puzzle, what would it look like? It'll be a far more extensive puzzle, and it will be a far more beautiful piece of scenery than you could have ever imagined. Tears come in my eyes because I can't believe God brought me this far. I can't believe that when I opened up and accepted him and started talking to him, that he would add all these pieces to my jigsaw puzzle, and my jigsaw puzzle would look like this. And I can tell you, I ain't got a whole lot to do with, with, with what I done turned into. It's mostly favor and blessings and grace and mercy of God. 
and I looked up and I just got a much bigger jigsaw puzzle completed. And guess what? He ain't through with me yet. That's what's amazing and exciting about a relationship with God. God can take your jigsaw puzzle and fix it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Uh, It's Monday morning. It's the beginning of a new week. But it's the same damn thing up in here. We finna turn up this volume, create this ignorance, and be bout it, bout it. (laughs) Bout it, bout it. Doggone it, Shirley Strawberry. We lit, Steve, we lit. Oh, that sound. Oh, that (laughs) Shirley, that ain't you. Oh, that ain't you. That's why I said it. One more time, Shirley. We lit, Steve, we lit. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we lit. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I have to say, that was fun. It's young people listening to this show going, uh uh. We lit, baby, Uh -uh. we lit. Uh -uh. And they probably ain't even saying that no more. They say it. They still say it. They still still saying we lit. Yeah, they still say it. Mm. (laughs) I'm scared to use modern day slang. I'm still going. I'm still doing, you know, what's happening. (laughs) What up, player? You know, that way I know. Mm -hmm. I know it's out of style, and all my talk is out of style. (laughs) (laughs) We lit. (laughs) Carla Pharrell. What's happening? We about that life. What's going on, bro? Junior, you got one? Uh-uh. But I'm just going to say morning, on. <laughs> Stay in my lane. Tommy, you got one? Lit, light, lit. I'm living my best life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do this one still work? Turn up. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. one still work? Still Ready for mine? Uh-huh. Okay, come, come on, on, Steve. What it is. <laughs> yeah. That is. What it is, What it y'all. is. That works. What's, what's good? What's good? Yeah. That's another one. Right. Yeah, what's really Everybody good? Everybody cool? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, yeah. My man. Cool. We lit. Yeah. My man. <laughs> Slapping five. <laughs> what, is, what is lit? Yeah, dig that. Dig that. Dig <laughs> that, like that saying lit. You may as well throw a right on in there, Steve. Right you on. Well. I still say right on, man. Right on. I still say, hey, man, when I well, talk to my older brother, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's like talking to Marvin Gaye. In the 70s. Seriously, man. Bro, I'm talking to album. Hey, what's up, bro? What's happening with what's you, man? What's up, man? Give me some of that skin, man. Give me some skin, dog. 
That's five on the black hand side. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep it like that. That's all right, man. Right on. What's been going on with you, player? You still doing it, ain't you? You know pimping ain't easy, but somebody yeah, got to do cliche. it, and it might yeah. as well be me. <laughs> hey, dog. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Tommy? One of my little girls, one of her friends at the house said, Mr. Tommy, you lit. I said, baby. I said, baby, I don't, I don't, I don't smoke weed. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you offended. Not. She's yeah. looking at you and like, get out of my house. You said, what? Yeah, she's looking at you yeah. like. That could like... be a drunk reference to <laughs> Oh, God. Either way, I wasn't there. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know what lit meant. Yeah, especially in front of your kids. Friend. I know. But Man. you got to stay fresh and hip, Tommy. You, we got younger kids, too. You, you know, I'm you be trying. Hey, 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 let me tell you what I did one day in Atlanta. I came out of my office with my shirt open. And my kids' friends was in the house. Uh-oh. Went to say, Dad, your shirt is open. I said, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell all your little flat stomach-ass friends turn around and quit looking over here. But it's so funny, Steve. You're right, because we're at an age now where everything we do embarrasses our kids. Yeah. There's nothing that we can do oh, yes. to that our, where our kids think we're cool. Nothing. All right, listen, coming up at 32 after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. We lit! We lit! (laughs) Turn up! (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to start the morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nav? Shirley, it is PSC. PSC. That That is Prostate Checker. Let's go, cat dog. PSC, prostate checker. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach a, uh, a Roger. This Roger. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a PSC. Uh, I got you on my schedule. I'm supposed to come by your house tomorrow morning at about 7:15. I just want to give you a call and uh, give you a heads up and let you know we will be there about 7:15. From my understanding, you go to work you at. Uh, oh, you say you're a who? I'm a PSC, sir. I'll be okay. there. I'll be there tomorrow. I got you on my schedule uh, for Monday morning. And I'll be there uh, at least about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work at 7.30, and uh, my procedure's only going to take a couple minutes, but I wanted to What's just, just kind of give a friendly call and let you know that I will be by there tomorrow morning. What's a PSC? PFC? What you say, a PSC? PSC, sir. PSC. I will be there tomorrow. I've been in business uh, probably for the last, uh, I guess, about 13, 14 years now. What is PSC, specialist? What you do? Oh, you're not, I'm sorry, you're not familiar? Now, how you got me on the schedule? I ain't signed up for nothing. Oh, I got you on my list here. I don't know who put you on here, but you, it's been paid for and everything for me to come by and, and do my job. And like I said, it'll only take me a couple minutes, and I'll have you on your way. How do you uh, get my number? Say, say again? How did you get my phone number? Sir, everything I have, I got I got 20 stops tomorrow, and I got you scheduled as uh, as my uh, as my first stop tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got your phone number. I do have your address. Are you at... Drive? Yeah, that's my address, but I, I'm not scheduled for nobody to come to my house in the morning. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm not going to be here. Right, right. My understanding, well, you, from my understanding, you pull out about 7.30, and I'm going to get there at 7.15. Like I said, my, the, the, you know, the procedure only takes about two, three minutes, and, and well, I'll be on my way. Who told you about every, all my information? You know, when I leave home and everything, who is this? Like I say, my name is Greg. I'm a, I'm a PSC, and I'll be there. Okay, you said that already. I, you'll, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to give you a friendly call here on Sunday and let you know that I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there about seven fifteen, and we'll get you taken care of, and then I'll let you get on your way to work. You still ain't telling me what I'm supposed, what you supposed to be doing, sir. A PSC is PSC. I'm a prostate checker, and what I'll be doing is coming in and checking your prostate tomorrow. 
Oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't coming here to check my prostate. I get my prostate checked by my doctor. Who who was you talking about coming to check my prostate? Not at my house. You ain't coming to check my uh, prostate. Uh, and, and you know what? I get this all the time. I get a lot of people that, that are in denial, a lot of men that, that, that claim that they've got it. Man, my prostate it. is fine. I really? had my prostate checked just the beginning of this year, man. You don't need to come to my house. Checking my prostate. So a lot of people, a lot of men are in denial saying that they got it checked and they got it. And a lot of times we find out they haven't. And, and and there has to be a reason. If I got you on my list and it's paid, somebody has paid $125 for me to come by there and check it. Well, you should be happy you paid $125. This is the less job you have to do then because you're not coming to check my prostate. Sir, I'm going to check it. Now, I'm going to be by there tomorrow, and I'm, at 7.15 I'm putting my rubber glove on with a little bit of gel on it, and I am going to check your prostate, and then I'll let you get on to work. Well, I tell you what, that rubber glove ain't going nowhere near me, homeboy. I tell you what, you bring your on over to my eyes if you want to. It ain't going to be pretty, and it ain't going to be nice with you and your rubber glove. Sir, Somebody might have had to stick a rubber glove up your when I'm done with you. Don't be coming about my high talking about checking my prostate. Sir, sir, do you realize that this is the leading cause of black men? Do you realize man, that? I understand that, man. All right, they you got four, my house three, and three my out of prostate, five black man. men. Three out of five black men are lost every year man, because of prostate this, cancer. Man? So you ought to be very grateful that someone is sending me by there to check it and make sure you're okay. I'm grateful that I can pay for a doctor that I go to every, every uh, once a year, man. You don't have to come to my house talking about sticking no rubber glove up me, man. What's wrong with you? Sir, sir, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. My job is to give you a friendly call and let you know that I'm coming. All right? Yeah, now, tomorrow morning, listen, I don't want to hear any more of it. Tomorrow morning, I'm there at 7.15, and you're going to get your prostate checked whether you like it or not. Well, you bring your on by here, then. I shall be here. You bring your bad thank you bad enough to come over here and check my prostate. You bring your on. I'm going to check on. it. So you just be ready at 715 that you're going to get your prostate checked. Yeah, at I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll let you go on the work. Zone. Kind of case closed. You come on over here, if you want to. You know I'm going to check my prostate. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll let you go on the work. Case closed. You come on over here if you want to. You know my address and all my what time I go to work and everything. You you bring your bad on over here if you want to. I don't care if I got to come over there, sir, and hold you down and check your prostate. I'm coming to check your prostate at 7.15 tomorrow morning. Well, I tell you what, you bring your bad on over here, you, you think you know who I am, what I need over here. You come on over here and you do what you got to do. I'm going to be what, over there tomorrow you put morning. you glove on, you're going to be checking something else besides me. You're going to be checking your own You bring your on over here if you want to. See if I don't get you up out of here. I'll be coming to my house with that baby. Baby, you, you call somebody talking about I need a prostate check or something? Somebody on the phone talking about I need a prostate or something. You bring your, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll be here when you get here. You bring your over here. I will be there tomorrow at 7.15 in the morning you with my glove on. You might walk your over here. You might be wheeled away from this. You bring your if you want to. I'm going to have my glove on tomorrow, and I'm going to be checking your prostate at 7.15 in the morning. You want to come out checking the prostate. You're going to be checking your own prostate, because I'm telling you what, I got something for your you come over here. You bring your bad you think you're bad enough to come over here and check something over here, you come on with it. I got one come more on thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Then what the hell you got to say to me now? You didn't tell me it's nothing. What's this you got to tell me now? Are you listening to me? Just bring your on over here. You're going to be here. I'm going to be over there, but I got one more thing I want to say. Are you man, listening? What you got to say to me, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy, who? <laughs> Who are you? Who you say you was again? <laughs> hey, man, this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Chris Duncan, Chris, but Steve Harvey, man. <laughs>
said, Tommy, but, man. <laughs> you all right, Roger? Boy, y'all about to make me go out. I wonder who the hell gonna come out of somebody's house to do a prostate check, man, on a regular basis like that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so got me, man. I'm gonna get him back, boy. I can't believe he do me like that. I'm gonna go over there and check his prostate. You know, I don't even think he get here checked on the regular. I want to have somebody come check mine. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. There it is. Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Monday, and it's time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with today's church complaint. Yeah. It. Me. Laura. Come on, Pastor. We, uh, I am uh, Reverend Motown. And I am Deacon Def Jam. And together we contopolate <laughs> an institution uh, called the JPJJ. Uh, that's the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. Ching, ching. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know we... Don't don't mess around now. <laughs> <laughs> Careful who you playing with. All right. All right. Let we me don't know on. where the uh, where cash register sign is, and I would just leave it at that. <laughs> mess around. Fast. Okay. You're still talking about the cash register sign. Mm. <clears throat> We're All not right. coming today. All right. Yeah. That button don't work no more. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have some complaints for you today. Uh, what we about to hear now from everyone in Radio Land mm-hmm. is the ungratefulness of the constituency here at the church that don't know how to be grateful but on Monday, steady complaining. Go ahead, Deacon. All right, Pastor. Uh, I don't care who, for that long. We like that. When I, it when doesn't. I'm it was a waste of time. <laughs> get my thoughts together. Brother Uzo Ohabason is our African member here at the church. He wants a, a men's retreat. Uh, in South Africa, he thinks we all should run with the wildebeest to prove our manhood and release bad spirit. Mm. Now, I've spoken with Brother Uzo privately mm. to stop bringing these half-baked ideas up in here. First of all, who got the money to fly all these men's to South Africa? Right, right. Secondly, what I ain't going to do is run with the wildebeest, (laughs) not keep up, and then them lions is eating our (laughs) This is true, Pastor. But he says it will uh, prove our manhood and release bad spirit now. Oh, okay. Well, if you gone, what bad spirit is you going to need releasing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, 
point we are made. Tell Brother Uzo to just go and keep all them thoughts to himself. All right. All we right. ain't got to go to Africa and run with the wildebeest. We can go down to the wildebeest, which is the new strip club, <laughs> and prove our manhood down there. <laughs> 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 go ahead, D. All right. I'm moving along. Sister Gabardelle Washington got a knee replacement last week. Now, she needed both knees done, but could not uh, afford both of them. She just got one done. The one that didn't get done won't bend. And she keep tripping members uh, as they pass by going to altar call. And she done injured about four other members. She cannot get that leg to come in, Pastor. You're going to have to. I don't know what we need to do. Well, I think uh, what the problem is, and I noticed it last Sunday, Sister uh, 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 Gamadale. Mm-hmm. Sits on the outside aisle because that left knee don't bend. She's on the right side. Right. And so that extended leg is tripping people. Mm-hmm. What that's you can't right. do in here is trip people that's bringing offering around. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So what we going to do is we're going to have her sit on the front row and face backwards. <laughs> 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 what what is that going to do? Wait. <laughs> Now, wait a minute, Pastor. So she's going to have her back to you and yeah. facing the congregation. Mm-hmm. But where's her leg going? Isn't her leg uh, I don't know where the Slide it under a pew for all I care. What? You know you're wrong. That's why you laugh. What about the people that's sitting on that aisle, Pastor? The people on the aisle ain't the problem. We got to stop just tripping people (laughs) bringing their money. (laughs) Turn her around. (laughs) Face back. (laughs) Now her leg just under the pit. She don't like that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you don't know. You have nothing yeah. else. <laughs> we could have speaker in her car. And she could just listen to the service from out there. But she gonna quit tripping people. Don't no, no about bringing in money. In here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the All right. Immediately. <laughs> we will get. We will get Sister Gabardelle turned around on the front pew. On the other side. Thank you. Uh. Uh, moving along, uh, the Halloween party for the kids is this coming Saturday. Uh, uh, the kids are asking that you make Brother Ernest Phillips, who is the ugliest person in the city and scares the kids <laughs> half to death, to stay at home. He has no teeth, a patch over one eye, and a wooden leg. They want you to make sure Brother Ernest does not come to the Halloween party for the children. Well, you tell the children that Brother Ernest is one of our top money makers for the building fund. We've had his ugly ass standing in front of this church. And we've got, it's a hood element. We don't have a haunted house. We just has Brother Ernest pull up and you pay to get in the haunted car. <laughs> as soon as you get in the back seat, he turn around and scare the hell out. Of <laughs> and his people been coming back. This is four years in a row for some people. Mm-hmm. So they never been that scared in their whole life. <laughs> so he's a hit. He's a hit. He's not going a Halloween anywhere. hit. <laughs> All right, Pastor. That boy uh, is ugly. Show enough. Look just like a monster. Oh. 
Yeah. All right, here's some new news, Pastor. Be this I year, hot. let me tell you what's going to add this year. Brother Ernest, this year, is not only going to, when you get in the backseat, he's going to turn around and he's going to try to choke you. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> What? <laughs> we just had that. Yeah. Pastor, you you really gonna scare these kids half to death, Pastor. That's Halloween is about scariness, but you you taking it a bit far. Ooh. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Do you have a short one? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> yourself. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The Hallelujah Heifers Praise Dance Team have been asked no. to come down. The Hallelujah Heifers Praise Dance Team, they've been asked to come dance at Creflo Dollars Church. He's sending his private jet, but wants our church to pay for the fuel. Well, Creflo got a problem here. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is for the ladies. We want to help you get your get you to get your man to open up because, you know, they don't like to talk about stuff. No, they don't. You know, they don't. yeah, they, they don't, don't like, like to, to talk about their feelings, feelings and all that. And women, as women, we love that. Yes, so, we do. Yeah. So this is how to get your man to talk about his feelings. And Steve, please see if you agree with this. Guys, see if you agree with this. Um, Because they're not known to do this. So ladies, if you're tired of guessing how your man feels, here are some pointers for you to get your guy to share. All right, Steve, let's see if you agree. Be trustworthy. How about that? For a guy to open up... Hell (laughs) no. 
part. Wait, I, so we you. stopped right there. Oh, I didn't even oh, hardly oh, get I, it I'm out. I'm not understanding what you say. For if a guy you want to, your man to op- open up, what? Okay, yes. Okay, so if you want your guy to open up and share his emotions with you, he's got to be able to trust you. Okay, the he's got That's yeah, what it means, Tommy. Okay, I got you. Didn't yeah. ask you to be trusted. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even let me get it out, Tommy. <laughs> Anything with the word Once trust. Once I hear the word trust, trust I'm yeah. Open. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, treat him as an equal, okay? So he, he's your partner. He's your husband. He's your man. You know, mm-hmm. he's your boo, whatever. So don't yeah, treat I mean, him like know, a child. I had that. Nah, I ain't had that before. What do you mean? Okay. You know, treat you like an equal. Uh-huh. What you happened know? before? I'm just saying, I ain't saying who it was. I'm just saying. We didn't say who. Yeah. You yeah. being treated oh. equal now. I'm being yeah, treated I'm, like I a child now. Equal now, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been, I've been, I've, I've actually been a slave. Before. <laughs> <laughs> by really, Steve? By a woman? By a <laughs> I mean, you know, if that's the game you're playing, that was that the game you were playing or something? You know how people roll, yeah. do roll reversal? Uh huh. No, it wasn't no game. He was a slave. <laughs> it's really I wasn't, free, no, it was not. Give me my shoes. What are you talking about? Roll reverse? No, no, no. You no, know no. how you role play no, with really your mate? Slave. You role play with yeah. when you talk. Yeah, yeah. The whole time. talking low the whole time. You ever had <laughs> never made eye contact? You ever been in such a bad relationship that they be sleep on your arm mm-hmm. in the morning, mm-hmm. and you have mm-hmm. a decision to make? Mm-hmm. Do I run the risk of pulling my arm out and waking her up, mm-hmm. or do I just chew it off? <laughs> That's your decision. Don't wake her up. Let me tell you something, man. I, I damn near, I damn near had got it off, but I started crying. Because I had been bitten into my shoulder. That blood was everywhere. She woke up with blood all around my mouth. She what are you doing? I was chewing my arm. Trying to chew my arm. Wow. So, so, what this, you don't want to wake up. so this wouldn't happen. Yeah. But she heard me whimpering. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) What are you crying? Why is that blood on your mouth? Trying to eat my arm. Which obviously I didn't do. There's blood everywhere on these sheets. You didn't mess these sheets up. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Hey. I was trying to leave your ass sleep, is what I was trying to do. My bad. Let me go on down to the hospital and get these. 85 stitches put in my shoulder. <laughs> Come on back. I had to put a little Self bit of meat back on it. I had, I had most of the meat in my mouth, so they was <laughs> able to pack it back on and restructure my shoulder. Wow. Go ahead. What's All right. Uh, you know, like compliment when, him when he does something well. That's a good way to get she him to open that. up. Like, rem- Yeah, like, you know, compliment of the things he does well, you know, in case he's uh-huh. self-conscious or something. You know, oh, honey, I like the mm-hmm. way you did this or, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. That's all you gonna do? <laughs> That's what you've heard. That's what I get. That's what you get too, Tommy. <laughs> Who told you to put that on? <laughs> told me one time you got on four different blacks. Them blacks, right? That's four different blacks you got on. Them pants wow. gonna go with that jacket, that shirt. That's four different blacks. Yeah, well, that's ugly. That's the risk. But go on and wear it if that's what you want to do. Wearing clean t-shirts around here. Where you going? <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. you get, Jay. Jay. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you just gonna put on a clean t-shirt now? Out the blue. <laughs>
Yeah, change your behavior. Yeah. Put some neck yeah. All right. Uh, you got to pick the right time, okay? Don't start asking him about his feelings when he's rushed or when he's distracted ah. or watching a game and stuff like that. You got to ease into it, ladies. Ease Instead into of this it. right here. So you just going to sit there and ain't going to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm watching the damn game. Oh, the game is more important, more important. than me. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Right now. yes. Right now. It is. Really. Be- before you, you go to now? work, we need to talk. Yeah. yeah. This game is pretty big. They're only going to play this once a year. Yeah. What did you say? Did you actually tomorrow. say those words? Yeah. To yourself. Well, you don't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're getting said. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Here's another one. Watch your approach, how you approach it. Don't just push it down his throat, you know? No, no. Yeah, be That's gentle. Important. Be non judgmental. Yeah, you know, you want him to open up. You don't want him to run away from yep. the conversation. Because you sure don't want to put that down your throat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You don't want it down your throat. Don't yeah. push it down our throat. Right. Hello. <laughs> and watch your body language, ladies. We're just yeah. moving on. We're just moving on. <laughs> watch, yes, watch your body language. Watch you know, your body language. Yeah, keep yourself cool. Yeah. Keep your you know, don't forget you're trying to make him feel safe and not judged. Okay. So you know, be cool about it. Okay. You know, be Memories sexy with it. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got that one, Steve? You cool with that one? Watch your body yeah, language. Watch your body language. Uh-huh. Do you hear me talking to you? Yeah. Mm. Is that neck moving? Yeah. yeah. Turn the uh-huh. way around. I hear everything mm. you're saying. You're sitting over there with your arms folded. <laughs> yeah, you got to be cool about it, ladies, if you want to get him to open up. You and want him to open up, but you cross your legs. <laughs> and, and your arms fold. fold. And fold, John. That's ugly. This is an ugly conversation. When they legs are crossed and arms fold. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You Surely, these ain't good advices. If, if you want they a man to open up, come talk to me naked. I will be wide open as soon as you walk in the door talking to me, Nick. Can I talk to you for a minute? Hell yeah. What's up? What's up? Unless it's a game you really want. You pick now to be naked. Yeah. Right now. Every time to be naked. Yeah, he does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather tell your partner you're having an affair or would you rather B. your partner tell you that they're having an affair? B. Neither. And that's just where I ain't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so this is about your, uh-huh. your image. I ain't wrong. And your <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you ain't wrong? <laughs> you the one wrong. So, hey. It's on you. You know? Okay. Junior. Junior, uh, huh? Oh, well, junior, let's go. I, I, junior, I gotta first. go with Tommy. That's logic, cause I'm going with Tommy. Yeah, you wrong, so I can get I get to cuss you out. That's what I get. <laughs> <laughs> you got the power. Yeah. I, ain't even, I ain't even got to cuss you out. You, you're wrong. Would you rather tell your partner you're having an affair, or would you rather them tell you they're having an affair? You'd rather oh, tell no, I'm gonna them. go with A. Cause yeah. you can't take that yeah. they're having an affair. Yeah, because right? B, uh-huh. B, I'm going to prison. Exactly. <laughs> That's. Hey, I'm going to get my ass whooped and lose everything. And I've done that twice already. (laughs) You've already did it. Been there, done that. See, it ain't neither one of them had a divorce before. Uh It ain't either one of them had to walk in and make that announcement before. I I have. I have experience at making that announcement. Uh Steve going to go with A. Because B final final answer is yeah B is two life sentences without yeah. parole yeah so ain't no yeah. need of me uh-huh. yeah. all right would you rather live in the best house in the worst neighborhood or the worst house in the best neighborhood 
Yeah, I'm gonna take mm. the worst house in the yeah. best, best neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You can feel how you want to feel about me. That's the bottom of the rich. I, I'll take that. <laughs> All right. I've lived in the best house in the worst neighborhood before. <laughs> nobody got sleep, and nobody knew it. <laughs> Until I went to other people's houses, I realized, I realized, man, we got the best house on the street. And people drive down the street, go, look at all these ragged ass houses. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I have already lived in the best house in the ragged ass neighborhood. I've done that, and no one knew it. <laughs> all right, we could get to this one quickly. Would you rather have a bell go off every time you're turned on, or? Have to say all your thoughts out loud during sex. Bell go off every time you're turned on, uh-huh. or have a have to say all your thoughts out loud during sex. Yeah, you can let that bell go off for me. Ding, 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 ding. Every yeah. time I rather have it. No, no, hell no. I won't get no damn sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no. <All right. laughs> say everything you think and do in sex. That's what yeah. I do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, it's time now for Comedy Roulette. Jay, please quickly set this up. It's so easy to explain this. You test our comedy ability Mm -hmm. every week. Yeah. Tell you what you do. Take five subjects, put them on the wheel, spin the wheel around, Mm -hmm. web it, stop. Show you how good we are. We take from there. All right, let's go. Put five up there. Put five up there. All right, here we go. Uh, Here are the subjects. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number one, the Deltas ain't all that. No, they ain't. Uh-oh. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, bro. Hold up, bro. How'd that get on there? Jay, how'd that get on there? Jay, get on he there? just just read what's there. Read it. Number two, your car smells funny. That's a good one. That's yeah. a very good oh, one. Man. That's a good one. Yeah, number yeah. number like three, that. you try to act like you don't know nobody. All right, all right. Uh-huh. I don't know how people like that. Number, <laughs> number four, uh, people who let their new positions go to their head. Oh, that's a real good one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, mm. and then number five, sky cap. Spin the wheel. Mm. Put them up. Spin yeah. the wheel. Ooh, cap. Sky cap. Give me that. Come on, sky cap. Come on, sky cap. Sky cap. Sky cap. Sky cap. What? What'd number you get? four, people who let their new positions go to their head. Can I have this? Go ahead, let me Jay. start oh, this go. thing off right oh, here. Come on. Man. You know the people who get just a little small ass name tag uh-huh. on they dough. Uh-huh. Ain't never had one. Yeah. And all of a sudden they bedding you. Yeah. Just because they yeah. got a name tag. <laughs> they yeah. got a little two cent raise. Two damn cents. <laughs> no, not 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 vernacularly speaking. That's all they got well, was t- two t- damn cents per check. Per check. That's yeah. it. How about that? Look at yeah. that. What you making? What you making now, huh? I got two cents more than you. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll tell you what the kind of under about that with new positions. When it go to their head, uh-huh. I used to work in fast food, right? Uh-huh. Me and my partner on fries. All of a sudden, somebody got called in sick. Uh-huh. Now he get to wear the headset. Now he talking crazy to. Now he ain't part of the crew no more. Hey, I said I need your fries up now. Now he talking ugly to you. He ain't talking ugly to everybody because he got the headset on because the boss that called in sick. This your first day with it. He don't even know how to control it. He he hitting, may I take your order, but he coming on the intercom in the back when he's supposed to press the other button to go out to the order. I'm just saying, he just a dude that hit it with his head. What you got, Tommy? What you got, man? I know good and Doggone well, you ain't posting on Facebook that you the lead vacuum cleaner operator 
at the plant. Really? Yeah. And now you got your picture on there with the vacuum? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really, dog? Yeah, dog. Yeah. Uh, what you guys Yeah, man, that's how they do it. People who let their new positions go to their head. I just have two words for this one. Uh-huh. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, cut up. He <laughs> want the hell he want to do. Man. Oh, man, he's acting the fool. He letting his new job go straight to his oh, head. Yeah. I, got a, I got a partner of mine in the joint, right? So I go uh-huh. to see him. He work in the, in the furniture department, right? Now, the people in the furniture department make three cents an hour. The other workers make two cents an hour. Yeah. Do you know that the three centers talk trash to the two centers? Like, <laughs> how much money you making? Two cents an hour? You ain't making no money. When you start to make some cash, talk to me. <laughs> oh, man. That's how the new position go to their head. Let man. it go right to their head. Let it go right to their head. And uh, you know what it is? What I can't understand, though, man, is that when you do get a new position, uh, how come everybody else got to call you by your last name? <laughs> like you just was, on, you was, you was, you was Charles yesterday. That you expect us to call you Mr. Jenkins? <laughs> oh, we gotta call you Mr. Jenkins? Yeah, not today. We gotta no, call you Mr. Yeah, Jenkins. But right, you right. was Charles yesterday. Mm-hmm. They just gave you a raise. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you ain't put a sign <laughs> in front of your parking space at the job. That say Larry Jenkins, lead bathroom attendant. I know you ain't done this. No, that would happen. You ain't done this, Larry. How you? You the lead bathroom attendant? Really? No, that would happen, man. Uh, it goes to their head. Oh, you got a new position, but you still getting a ride to work with me. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you don't even work, Jay. Well, I think you letting your, I think you letting your job go. To your head. Well, we'll be back. Shirley didn't let the job go to her head. She decided she don't want to talk right now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's <laughs> strawberry letter subject is his wife's picture is on the nightstand. His wife's picture is on the nightstand. What you doing over there? You'll find out. You'll find out. <laughs> but right the now. Hell are you tripping about that for? <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. Right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Bump and grind. Bump and grind. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm Tyrese. Uh, Marcus, uh, Marcus. Yeah, this is he. Hey, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Go ahead. Hey, hey, listen, um... Hold on, let me turn the radio down for a second. Go ahead. Hey, hey, listen, I live in, in, uh, I live in the apartment building that you just moved into. Uh, I live in 21A, and you live above me, uh, in 22A. Uh-huh. I actually got your number from the leasing office. I told him I wanted to welcome you to the apartment building, man, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to really raise no eyebrows, but I was really calling about, you know, you know, first of all, let me go ahead and say welcome to the building, man. I hope that you and your, your uh, is that your wife that lives with you? First of all, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. But uh, why would you need to have my number to do that? You could have just came and knocked on my door, man. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, see, what the reason why, I mean, I really called and got the number was, Kind of reach out to you, man. I don't be wanting to start no trouble with nobody or nothing like that. I be wanting to, you know, I want, I want my neighbors to be cool with me, and I want to be cool with my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. So I, I was reaching out, man, because you know the the noise, man. I was, I'm, um, 
I work at night and I, I sleep during the day, man. But it seems like since you guys moved in, man, in the middle of the day, it's, it's you know, I, I mean, I, I know what it's like to have a lady. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're hearing noises coming from my place in the middle of the day? Right, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hearing, I, I'm, I'm guessing I'm hearing you making love to your lady, man. I mean, it's <laughs> Nah, man, nah, nah. You know what it is? You might be hearing something from another another unit, man. It's definitely not coming from us, because I'm at work, and my, you know, my girl is there, but she's on the computer, you know, she's looking for a gig right now. Uh, hello? Okay, 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 wait a minute now. Sir, you live in apartment 22A, right? Yeah. Okay. See, I live in 21A. Your, your bedroom is above my bedroom. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that you're hearing noises that sound like somebody's making love coming from my crib at this time of day, and I'm not there, and only my woman is there? Dude, man, you know, again, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I, I appreciate you calling and, and, you know, neighbor and all that. 21 you said you went, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, look, I mean, you called me, all right? So let's get to the bottom of this one time. You saying you hearing this. What kind of news are you hearing exactly? Tell me. Hey, 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 you know what, man? This is probably just a big mistake. I mean, maybe she's just hanging some pictures or something, bro. I, hey, first, yeah, you know what? Let me know. No, 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 I apologize. No pictures, man. We ain't even bought no pictures yet. I mean, you calling me like you hearing a black hammer going off in my crib.
man, that you got going on upstairs, you got to control your woman, man. That ain't got nothing to do with me. What the f***? Don't tell me nothing about my woman. You don't even know I'm woman. I know she been, I know she been out there, I know she been out there wearing it out for the last two weeks, between 12 and 2, I know that. You got you talking to gang man, I'm coming to your house. You ain't coming to my apartment, man, I'm not, hey man, listen, uh uh, no, I ain't got nothing to do with this I'm telling you. You got trouble, I'm coming to your crib, man. Hey, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. Did you listen? From my crib, I ain't even home. I got one more thing I need to say, all right? All right? You better you be, listen. You better be telling me you're opening the door. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Wait a minute. Hold on. What the? Between 12 and 2 now, if it ain't you, it ain't you. But I'm just yeah. saying, I'm telling you what I hear, okay? Oh, Between 12 and 2, he partner. He had to know. He had to know. He's mad at you, though, not his wife. What you mad what? at me for? I'm just, I'm just trying to get some sleep. That's all I want. I just and you're want the messenger. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot the messenger. I just want to get a little rest. A lot of messages. Tommy, a lot of messages that got shot. That's where the that's where the phrase come from. Don't shoot, Don't the, message. shoot the message. Uh-huh. That's Don't where deliver they the message. Lie yeah. the me- hey man, hey man, if you look at movies like back in the uh, medieval days, where the dude would bring a message to the other uh-huh. king, they and they'll send the dude's head back mm-hmm. in a basket. Yeah. yeah, that's where that came from. Don't kill the messenger. Uh. Uh. Yeah, yeah, the king asked out. me to ride the note over there. The note will never make it. <laughs> never make it. <laughs> they said no, king. No All doubt. right, thank you, nephew. <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject. His wife's picture is on the nightstand. We'll get into Why it. Why is you right in there? <laughs> You'll find out right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. 
And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for my strawberry letter for today. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, his wife's picture is on the nightstand. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 53-year-old single female, and I've been casually dating a man for three years. His wife died six years ago, and he's a single dad raising a daughter. He lives in my complex, and when we met, we instantly clicked and started dating. After a few months of dating, he told me he wanted to take a break so he could focus on his daughter. That was three years ago, and I showed support by cooking for him occasionally and showing up at some of his daughter's basketball games. He was happy that I was so understanding. Recently, we talked about getting back together, and I told him that's all I ever wanted. We decided to be exclusive and talked a lot about our future together, but there's one thing, (laughs) one problem, and I need your advice. When I'm over at his place, I am bothered by the constant reminders of his wife. The kitchen is just as she left it, down to the notes on the fridge. Then I spent the night with him, and I was shocked to see a picture of him and his wife on the nightstand. The picture was not there three years ago when I stayed with him. I told him that the picture made me uncomfortable, and he said it had been in his drawer for years, and his daughter found it and put it by his bed. 
I can't tell this man how to grieve the loss of his wife, and I feel sorry for his daughter, but I'm not going to act like this is okay. There are several family pictures throughout the house, and I try to overlook them. He's a great man. He loves that we can be honest with each other about everything. So is this one of the things I should be honest about? How should I handle this? Well, if you guys have that agreement that you can be honest with each other, yeah, you can be honest about it. I think uh, you are right. You cannot tell this man how long to grieve. You can't do that. Uh, It's his late wife, and it was six years ago, so it's going to take however long it's going to take. I mean, these things do take time, but you can certainly help him move forward and find happiness again. You've been a supportive friend, you said, with the cooking and going to his daughter's basketball games and things like that. Uh, But after three years, I think it's definitely time to move the relationship out of the casual zone. You guys have decided to do that. And uh, and that's a good thing. You want to be exclusive because what you don't want is for another woman to come in and just swoop him from right under your nose. You said he's a great man. You don't want that. Uh, I I really think you should, you know, not let the pictures bother you so much, okay? Just consider it a sweet memory of his late wife for him and his baby girl, his daughter. I mean, you were gone for a while, so they just put the pictures back out. I I think in due time, once you guys get closer, more serious, maybe marriage, because I'm sure that's what you want, uh, you can move the pictures maybe to the office or to the family room. Hopefully the daughter won't be offended by that and she won't resent you for that. Um, If you still, you know, want to bring it up, I just say, you know, be kind about it. Be, Be patient, wait. Um, for the right moment, don't say anything crazy. I think it's a good thing that you're helping him move on with your life. And I, you know, I wish you guys the best. Steve? Uh, 53 year old lady casually dating a man for three years. Casually dating takes this letter all out of focus for me. His wife died six years ago. He's a single dad raising a daughter. He lives in my complex, and when we met, we clicked instantly and started dating. After a few months of dating, he told me he wanted to take a break so he could focus on his daughter. What? What man tells a woman he gonna stop seeing her so he can focus on his daughter? (laughs) You 53. How old is this man? So let's see here. Was his wife a little bit younger? Maybe his wife was 40, his daughter's 20, living at home. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know nobody that tells a woman. Y'all wasn't doing nothing but casually dating. You said that yourself. He don't want to see you no more because he want to spend some time with his daughter. Okay, cool. It's over. But it wasn't really over. Then uh, that was three years ago. And you kept on hanging in there by cooking for him occasionally. Show him up some of his daughter's basketball games. Okay, so she probably high school or college, one of the two. He was happy that you was understanding. Recently, recently, we talked about getting back together, and I told him that's all I ever wanted. Y'all have talked about being together before. That's what broke y'all up after the three years of casual dating. Huh? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? But there's one problem. I need your advice. When I'm over at his place, I'm bothered by the constant reminders of the wife. The kitchen is just as she left it. Well, he wasn't in there cooking. 
So she left some stuff. He liked where her where she hung the pots. She liked he liked where she put the spoons. He liked the way the stuff is just habit. Well, suppose she, she died in. Let's change this kitchen round because it's too much like your damn mama. What was he supposed to say to his daughter? And then said, I, I spent the night with him and I was shocked to see a picture of him and his wife on the nightstand. They slept in that bed. That ain't bother your ass. Now the picture got <laughs> you tripping. She Hold looking on. at us. She is. Say that one. Hold that thought. She Steve. looking at us. She is. <laughs> we'll have part two of Steve's response. You in her in- bed. At 23 minutes after the hour. Well, her damn husband. (laughs) We'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject for today, his wife's picture is on the nightstand. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $14 billion were stolen last year. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, they'll work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% their first year with promo code Harvey Radio. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. His wife's picture is on the nightstand. This lady dating this man, wife been deceased. He raising his daughter. They broke up so he could spend time with his daughter. That's what he told her, which ain't true. They've been talking about getting back together. You, for the three years, been cooking for him. You said that's all you've ever wanted. And then y'all have started talking about y'all's future together. But here's the problem she got. When I'm over at his place, I'm bothered by the constant reminders of his wife. Oh, you mean like that's her house? <laughs> that, that one of the reminders you talking about? You talking about... That's the couch she sat on. That's her TV. That's where she arranged the living room. And then, and then she said the kitchen is just as she left it, down to the notes on the refrigerator. Wow. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> Pick up some milk. Says. That's yeah. what the note says. I love you. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, that's getting on your damn nerves. When I spent the night with him, I was shocked to see a picture of him and his wife on the nightstand. Mm -hmm. She lived there. That was a picture of them on the nightstand before. Now, she said the picture was not that three years ago when I stayed with him. She said. But you've been gone for a while. He probably said to his daughter, I sure miss your mom. And she said, well, daddy, I'm going to put the picture back out for you. Mm -hmm. Now, if you ain't bothered by being in this woman's bed, what the hell is this picture bugging you for? I know why. Because she looking. Because she's looking, yeah. <laughs> she looking dead at y'all. Exactly. Now, it ain't bothering his ass, but it's bothering you. You know, no. and it made, and that picture made me uncomfortable. And he said it had been in his drawer for years, and his daughter found it and put it by his bed. So what are you going to do, take it off? Yeah. You over there, lady, come on now. You grow. Now, until this gets somewhere else, but I can't tell this man how to grieve the loss of his wife. Okay, so what we typing this letter for? Mm-hmm. i tell you why. Because I feel sorry for his daughter, but I'm not going to act like this is okay. 
Okay, cool. But right now, it's not your house. It's still his house, and his daughter is there, and it's their house. Remember, see, you just got back in. See, you're going to mess around and be out before you get back all the way in. That's what your ass finna do. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. Your ass finna mess around and be out. See, you said something before. That's why he said we need a break. Now, you're oh, going to come back in there. Tr- oh, I'm trying to tell you. Now, you're going to come back in there with this little buffalo move right here. I'm over here. I want all these notes down at this kitchen. And let's change where these glasses and stuff is. I don't want none of her in here no more. What? Your ass finna mess around and be out, lady. Now, she said, there are several family pictures throughout the house, and I try to overlook them. It's family pictures. It's him, his wife, his daughter. You know, they got life together. You can't just throw that out the window because your ass want to sleep with him. That ain't the way this work. Mm-hmm. Lady, you tripping. Be nice. Man, he loved this woman. He married her. You all are casually dating. This is your words in your letter. He loves that, I could, that we can be honest with each other on everything. So is this one of the things I should be honest about? How should I handle it? Run over there and say something to that man about his wife. Go in there and say something to this man about them family pictures up there on that wall. And his daughter still live there. Go on over there. Go on over there. Why don't you do this? Why don't you have Stimmy stay at your house until everything smooths out? Why don't you just do that? No, but you want everybody taking stuff down at the house because your ass is over there. I don't even know if you want to consider this right here, but I'm going to just throw this here out. What? She ain't dead. <laughs> what? She, she coming home? I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't want to put that in the mix. Why are you so I say it. I just want to just put that out there for you. She's gone, Steve. She, she ain't dead. Uh-huh. She be... Hey, he ain't seen her. Oh, she broke it off time, before. Huh? Hey, hey, dog, dog. She just over cousin's house. He's been working it out. She he just told her that he, for, to get her sympathy vote. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, hey, hey, hey. I'm just throwing it out there. I see how you got that. Something for you to consider. The notes on the refrigerator. All these notes are still on the and the notes are changing. You better start reading them notes she real careful. What you, you going to mess around and look up a note on there. Let, let me catch her ass in here. <laughs> how about that note on the refrigerator? Tell the beekeeper hands off of my sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> Start reading these notes. Yeah. Oh, Who hair was that on the pillowcase? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you better start reading these notes real careful. <laughs> now, if she haunting the house, you got another damn problem. You know black people do not do well we don't do those people. You, you going to be in there laying one night and just a broom handle start whooping your ass in the air. No, we don't do well with this. She beating you across the back. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, where is she if she's not dead? Here go another note. Boo. (laughs) Wait a minute, hold up. Did this note say boo? (laughs) All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Uh, oh my gosh. Please post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey <laughs> FM on Instagram and Facebook. He's so stupid. Oh, and uh, don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Plenty of us love to sleep. 
Uh, but what if you didn't have to sleep? Oh. Okay, what if, Lord, you know, Lord. we were built like we didn't have to sleep and our energy levels remained high? So yes. what would you do? How would you spend I that extra time? sleep. You yeah. want some sleep? Get I like sleep job. I have the best dreams when I sleep. I'm really good Good dream. Like you ever have a dream like, okay, you know you're dreaming, mm -hmm. and you just say, okay, when I wake up, all this is gonna be over with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate to have a great dream, wake up in the middle of it, and then try to get back. Go to back because you never can. Like a party. Say you're dreaming uh, that's a real good party. You yeah. ain't had. You ain't never had a part two to your dream. You ain't no, never. Go back. never. I can't go back. I can't, it's man. hard. No. Oh, man. No. No, I've never had a part uh -uh, two. Not a part two. I've had a part have two. I've, I've gone back to the same dream before. What? Okay, that's how, what how, 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 Hey, folks, folks, you, folks. What? It can do? happen. See, oh, we don't can? have a brain like he got. <laughs> <laughs> so his, his ignorant ass can go back to sleep and pick his dream up where he yeah. left off. You don't think that's... I would go back to Tony Braxton? You don't think I'd go back? Because if I can, you tell me. Everybody, I'm telling you. Everybody, I'm... hold your places. Tommy will be back dreaming in a few minutes, all right? <laughs> Nobody move. Nobody move. <laughs> Tommy, I've never heard anyone say that in my life. I have gone back, back to the same dream. You go back, and the people still there. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same dream. <laughs> Steve, uh, tell us what. I can't quit I don't believe talking that. to him. Yeah. He ain't that bright. <laughs> All right, Tommy's keying right now, but as soon as he's done, <laughs> we'll get this party started again. <laughs> There's a reason you ain't ever heard it, Shirley. Uh, okay. <laughs> No one I know. People it. say it all the time. They they were having a great dream, and then of the phone can't woke them up. Or, you can't. They're yeah. gone. The people it, gone. Yeah, the dream is gone. But Tommy manages to go right back where he left off. At. Right where I left off. I'm trying right to say. Right on the set. He'll be back. Right on the set. He'll be right Part back. Two. Part Not take a two. movie. <laughs> it's like a movie with you. I could never do that. The people. You're having like a, a great freak party or something. You wake up. Everybody gone. <laughs> you can't get back. Mm -hmm. right? A great freak. <laughs> hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did y'all have, did y'all have bad dreams as a kid? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you ever have a dream you couldn't move? Yeah, I've had that dream, and I've had the, the scariest dream for me is someone chasing me. Oh. I hate that dream. I hate that dream. No, falling. Yeah, oh, falling yeah. is yeah, yeah, falling. Yeah, falling. falling. But yeah. I was falling and waving at people that I knew. <laughs> hey, everybody. What even, what even yeah, nervous? Everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm on my way out of here. <laughs> nice knowing you. Bye, Mama. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our doctors are finding that the number of middle-aged middle-aged men who injure themselves while having sex is on the rise, guys, okay? And they say adventurous sex is to blame for the spike. I just hurt myself the other night. Huh? You did, Steve? Huh? I'm sorry. What? You're part of the statistics? My right leg be cramping all the time. When yeah, I, it locked up I, pretty bad. I had to straighten had to... it out. Mm. Yeah. And you all are comfortable with sharing that information, huh? I had so much baby oil on my hand. I, I was getting out to bed and had my hand on the edge of the nightstand and slipped off. I damn near bust my whole jaw. Oh, God. <laughs> Felt like a right cross. I love baby oil. myself. I thought Tyson had hit me. <laughs> With a right cross. Yeah. yeah. Love baby oil. Uh, most of the injuries are occurring in the shower, Steve. That includes. Oh, no, 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 no. That ain't where they have me. One time, like a couple weeks ago, I was coming out the bedroom fast, mm-hmm. coming out the bathroom real fast, uh-huh. and I dove on the bed. But uh-huh. we had satin sheets and shot my ass straight right to the other it. side. <laughs> Slammed dead into that damn wall. Had too much speed. Had too much it was, speed. You it thought was, you were on the it track. Was the you was trying to make. Yeah, it was, yeah, I was trying to make a glorious entrance. Uh-huh. Like, baby, here I come. Yeah. You know, I see it right across that sheet. And it's hard to fall in a, in a, up against a wall when you're naked. It's always a it's performance. For men, huh? You gotta perform, huh? And then one time I was uh, walking across the bottom of the footboard, you know, trying to do like I was a balance beam, because sometimes I do like individual performances before I start. (laughs) Really now? I was walking across the bottom of the footboard like a balance beam, and I had some damn baby all on my foot. (laughs) I slipped off like I was on damn balance beam. Boy, I almost almost ruined my life. Yeah. You are so kind of crazy. The edge of it, I just fell off. <laughs> That's where these stats is coming from. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, then, uh, Don't worry about that story. And then the okay. other time. Okay. <laughs> and then the other time, I was uh, I was diving off the doorknob, which is like one of my specialties. Yeah. How did you, know, you I just get put up my on the foot up on the doorknob right. and dive off the doorknob. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I come off in a swan dive, and I bust <laughs> that into a jackknife. Then I come out. Uh-huh. And I messed around and had locked the door, but I had baby oil on my hand when I locked the door. And I uh, got up on top of that doorknob with my right foot and tried to push off, and it slipped, and I never made it to the bed. Injury right there. I fell and knocked the face over, cut my chest open. 
Dang, you bleeding? Nah, it wasn't bad, you know, just a little couple scars, you know. Uh, This past one, I tore all the drapes down in the bedroom. I had put a lot of baby oil on both of us, and we was up against the wall, and we started sliding, Uh and I tried to stop the fall and grab the drapes, but we kept falling, and Uh so I tore down two sections of drapes. Okay. The window treatments were ruined. (laughs) So you're never in pain or anything so much so that you can't, you know, that you have to cancel the night or anything, huh? You know, I you know sometimes I had to get you know a glass of scotch or something to get get get, 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 back get you through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sometimes okay. you gotta be willing to try those shirts. Okay, mm-hmm. but I didn't know all this about Steve. That explains yeah a lot. a lot, doesn't it? He got a lot of baby every oil. Night. Yeah, yeah, a lot of baby all over there. I was I, getting out the bathtub one time and uh, oh, foot man. slipped uh-huh. on that mm-hmm. slick ass tile floor mm-hmm. and uh. <laughs> I tore so much stuff down off of that vanity trying to stay up. Just everything was in the Man, floor. When you be falling, you put Maybe, faith in a lot of yeah. stuff, don't you? You be falling, you be trying to grab lotion, cocoa butter. What is that going to do, though? I tore a hot and cold faucet right after that. Trying to stay up. Stupid. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A 34-year-old businessman from Fort Myers, Florida, was arrested on his wedding night, on his wedding night now, for soliciting a prostitute. He and his wife honeymooned in Tampa, Florida, and uh, just six hours, six hours after his wedding, while his wife was asleep, he looked online for sex and he arranged to meet a prostitute at a Tampa hotel. What? When he got to the hotel, he was arrested by an undercover detective who had posed as a prostitute online. The groom, yes. The groom was one of 176 men arrested that night in the sting. Is that crazy? He spent his wedding night in jail (laughs) because he tried to. Because here's what what happened on a lot of wedding nights. The woman be so tired Uh and exhausted from the events. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the that, planning you know, and everything. It don't yeah, be the yeah. night that everybody think it's going to be. And so right. he got up and went on down there and tried to get himself tightened up. And then, now when he got caught, mm, mm, mm. what he tried to say was he was a part of the sting and went down there to show them how how people do <laughs> to help the police. <laughs> you know, I'm just down here trying to show them, look, y'all need to start looking out for this stuff because this is how easy it can happen. Yeah. Here I am, and you trying to handcuff me. Take your hands off of me. I was just down here. I knew who this was. Oh. I was just trying to help y'all. <laughs> but do you think he's still married, Steve? Oh, he's in trouble, dog. He's in trouble. He's in trouble because he can't get out of this one. No. Mm-hmm. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather tell your partner you're having an affair or would you rather B. your partner tell you that they're having an affair? B. Neither. And that's just where I ain't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> So this is about your uh-huh. your image. I ain't wrong. And your Wait a minute, you, you ain't wrong. <laughs> you the one wrong. So hey, it's on you. You know. Okay. Junior, Junior, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Junior. Oh, Let's go, I, I, Junior. I gotta first. go with Tommy. That's logic. Cause I'm going with Tommy. Yeah, you wrong. So I can get I get to cuss you out. That's what I get. <laughs> you got the power. Yeah. I, ain't even, I ain't even got to cuss you out. You you're wrong. Would you rather 
tell your partner you're having an affair, or would you rather them tell you they're having an affair? You'd oh, rather no, tell I'm going to go with A. Because yeah. you can't take that yeah. they're having an affair, yeah, Because right? B, uh-huh. B, I'm going to prison. Exactly. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Hey, I'm going to get my ass whooped and lose everything. And I've done that twice already. (laughs) You've already did it. Been there, done that. See, it ain't neither one of them had a divorce before. Uh And ain't either one of them had to walk in and make that announcement before. I I have. I have experience at making that announcement. Uh I'm still going to go with A. Because B final final answer is yeah B is two life sentences without yeah. parole yeah so ain't no yeah. need of me uh-huh. yeah. all right would you rather live in the best house in the worst neighborhood or the worst house in the best neighborhood yeah I'm gonna take mm-hmm. the worst house in the yeah. best, best neighborhood yeah yeah, right. yeah B yeah. So you can feel how you want to feel about me that's the bottom of the rich I, I'll take that. Right, I've right. lived in the best house in the worst neighborhood before. <laughs> nobody got sleep. And nobody knew it. <laughs> Until I went to other people's houses, I realized, I realized, man, we got the best house on the street. And people drive down the street go, look at all these ragged-ass houses. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I have already lived in the best house in the ragged-ass neighborhood. I've done that. And no one knew it. <laughs> All one right, more. we could get to this one quickly. Would you rather have a bell go off every time you're turned on or have to say all your thoughts out loud during sex? Damn, I'm say the second part again. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts go off every time you're turned on uh-huh. or have a have to say all your thoughts out loud during sex. Yeah, you can let that bell go off for me. Ding, 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 ding. Every yeah. time I really had it. No, no, hell no. I won't get no damn sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no. <All right. laughs> say everything you think you're doing sex. That's what yeah. I do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up. I do that, I do that now. Yeah, 49 no. minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day. And we'll get some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. I want your sister. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good Monday. Yes, it has. New week. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Steve, it's time for your closing remarks. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about a subject about how to succeed in spite of lack of support. Let me say that again. How to succeed in spite of lack of support. 
you know, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It really, really is to make it without a support system. But it's doable. But even if you don't have support around you initially, you can find support. Because, see, support doesn't have to be for your specific idea. It just You just have to have someone to support the fact that you want to become better. So the best way to do that is surround yourself with some people who want to become better. You don't have to become better at the same thing or have the same interests. Just the mere fact that everybody you start associating yourself with wants to be better, that is plenty of support. The fact that nobody believes specifically in your dreams, nah, you don't need that. But the fact that somebody will support your dreams no matter what they are because you dared to dream them, that's what you're looking for. So don't get too bent out of shape when people don't support your dreams. A lot of times people don't support your dreams because they just don't. First of all, they, they don't get it. God didn't give them the same vision he gave you. That's why sharing your dreams with people is so tough sometimes. Because if you want to kill a big dream, I've often said this many times before, but if you want to kill a big dream, then tell it to a small-minded person. That's the fastest way to kill it. But you can also kill it by expecting them to see what you see. Because they're not. They can't see what you see. God did not place it in their imagination. See, your, your imagination is yours. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's to preview the life's coming attractions. One more time. Albert Einstein said imagination is everything. It's to preview to life's coming attraction. But your imagination is also the evidence of things not seen. Which is the second half of a very, very powerful scripture that says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Your imagination is the second half of that scripture. When they say the evidence of things not seen, it's a reference to your imagination. See, imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attraction. But your imagination comes from God. So it is the evidence of things not seen. And the reason they say it's evidence of things not seen because your imagination, you're the only one that can see it. You can't expect nobody else to see it because God didn't put it in their head. But your imagination is actually a preview of a coming attraction that God has for you. That's actually what your imagination is. If you could wrap your mind around that concept, folks, it would serve you well. Because I used to did not understand my imagination. Why does it keep going to all of these places? Why does my imagination keep getting away from me like this? Man, your, my, my imagination wasn't getting away from me. It was taking me places. It was taking me places through the form of imagination that I would dare to dream of. My imagination was so explicit and so big, it had me seeing stuff in myself that, it had me seeing stuff about myself that I didn't know about myself. I didn't know that my imagination would take me here. And really, God has taken me further than my imagination because he has this thing called grace. So what it is, y'all, is, look, 
How do you succeed in spite of lack of support? Your dreams, your visions, your imagination, put them in front of you. Let that be your motivation. Sometimes you're not going to get support. I I don't get support for the majority of the things I offer to do. But I do it anyway. I step forward. I step out on faith. I jump. I take a leap. I hold my breath. And as I'm falling, I start to breathe. And sometimes when I'm falling, I have to hold my breath because I feel like I'm going to slam face first into the ground. But here he come like he always do. He come get me every single time. And don't he come get you? Yes, he does. That's it. I, 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 I don't have no more today. I think I just wanted to say that to you all. How do you succeed in spite of the lack of support? You just got to go through it, man, and get yourself around some like-minded people mm-hmm. and who want to be successful. Not exactly in what you want to be, but that's all you need. That's how it's done. I hope that was good. I Absolutely. That was yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was very good. Very good. Sit down. Yeah. Hey, that's it, y'all. Talk to God today, y'all. He'd love to hear from you. All right. Peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.